This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. I'm your host, Charlie McDermott. Welcome to episode number 159 of the Good Neighbor Podcast. And today we have the lovely Lee and Lizette Froloff. They're the owners of Max Effect Computers. Guys, how are you doing? Good. Good morning. Good morning. And great. how are you? I'm doing great. Doing great. I really appreciate you taking the time. You've got all kinds of things going on. Not only are you busy, but you've got construction going on. So you guys are actually coming live uh, from a hotel room, right? That's right. Yes. That's right. Yeah, you do. You do it all. Whatever it takes. Your game. I love that <laughs> attitude. <laughs> so let's start with Max Effect Computers. Tell us about your company. Uh, well, we've been in business since 2002, so we've been in business 18 years, obviously. And um, well, we love what we do. We don't. I at least I'll speak for myself. I never feel like I'm burned out or don't want to go into work. Uh, we do commercial and residential wiring, um, computer repair, sales, service. My background personally is in computer networking. I went to uh, Edison. It's no longer Edison, but uh, Florida Southwestern now. Um, but I have a degree from Edison long, long time ago. And um, since then, you know, we've um, been thankfully just able to continue to put food on the table and, and work our butts off to make it. <laughs> yeah. That little part about work. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I guess you've seen a lot of changes from 2002 to today. My goodness. Uh, uh, I mean, YouTube wasn't in existence. There was no Facebook. Uh, you know, what's uh, what were you dealing with back then versus today? Well, I mean, just, a, you know, YouTube, Facebook, there really was no Google. I mean, they had a couple yeah. search engines. There wasn't a wealth of knowledge. I mean, I really am coming from a time when you really actually had to know what you're doing uh, to <laughs> solve problems and stuff. And um, thankfully, I did have that uh, training, which I now couple with those resources of Google and other online, you know, blogs and, and knowledge bases and stuff like that. Um, but, you know, when I was in school, we the uh, operating system of the day was um, Windows 98 um, you know, it was just coming in after Windows 95 and I've seen it all from Millennium to Windows XP and um, Windows 7, 8, now 10. And we're headed towards a uh, pay for use, you know, a monthly um, payment plan for Microsoft. And that's basically what's going to be coming out next. So through those years also, I've had a lot of opportunity to get a lot of training on different things, not just computers and operating systems, but every once in a while somebody would call and say, hey, uh, want to you know, send you out to California to train on um, uh, scanners, high-end scanners for hospitals or printers and disassembly and stuff like that. And so it's it's really umbrellaed into a, a pretty cool thing where I get to work on a variety of equipment from a variety of time periods. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And, and speaking of umbrellaing, I mean, just you, you guys are doing a lot of things uh, above and beyond computers, right? Oh, yeah. We do surveillance camera installation sales. We do... Um, graphic design, web design. Um, he does low voltage wiring and um, yep. networking racks, routers and switches. I mean, we work for big guys. We work for TJ Maxx and Home Depot sometimes. Uh, but then the next call might be, uh, you know, going out to the estates to fix a residential laptop. So, um, you know, we we do 
fix a wide variety of stuff. We also have a storefront in Naples. Mm-hmm. We're at 1193 Industrial Boulevard. Um, we've had that storefront for about seven or eight years now. Uh, it's, been a, it's been a total blessing. I mean, we get walk-ins that we didn't used to get working from home. And uh, mm. so we have that going also. Yeah, and I guess more and more of that now with COVID. Well, yes. I mean, some people um, are are still kind of sheltering at home. But we do, people that do need to come out and bring equipment to us or whatnot, um, we have um, masks available right there as you yeah. as you walk in. And um, we uh, protect ourselves as well. You know, my main, one of my main concerns is well, the protection of our uh, technicians there in the office as well as the people that right. are coming. So that is a high priority. Yeah. Um, but yeah, people are still um, walking in. Um, we're still going on site. We've been deemed essential, so to speak. Yeah. And so we've um, been able to continue to work and put food on the table. We also also do a lot of remote work. So if someone does not want to leave their house or have someone come in, we can connect remotely and get just about anything done. Very cool. Very cool. And and so how, uh, so you went to school for this. Uh, I mean, what was, what was the driving factor? How, how did it all come together for you to lead to the, you know, your 18 years in the business? Well, uh, good question. I, after high school, I was working on ocean going tugboats and oil tankers um, in my following in my father's footsteps, who was a master of vessels, so to speak. He was a captain on big ships. And <clears throat> so he said, Hey, I'll get you a job over here. I did that for a couple of years. And I just realized like, Hey, if I, you know, if I buy a house or if I have a kid or something, I'm going to be, this is it. I'm going to be stuck out at sea. And, um, I didn't really want to do that. And so I said, Hey, I'm dad. I, I love it. I love the opportunity, but I really want to go back to school. You know, when you start after 18, between 18 and 23, around 23 or so, you start realizing I'm not as bright as I thought. I thought I knew everything. And, uh, you know, you start realizing, no, you don't. And so I said, I want to go back to school. Now at that time, computers was the thing to go into. It was the boom of computers. And <clears throat> I had worked with computers since I was a kid though. Um, I started with a, a Vic 20, followed by the Commodore 64 and 128. I mean, so this was, you know, things I was doing as a kid and I had left it a little bit, but when it came back to going time to go to school, um, I happened to, I I stumbled upon a grant that paid, but they wanted to give you a battery of tests. And um, I, I passed their tests, thankfully. And they said, well, you qualify for any program that, you know, that we are willing to pay for. And one of them, I said, well, you know, I was good with computers when I was young. Do you have something there? And I I really like to go to college, not to the vocational school. Um, And they said, well, you know, college has, uh, you know, computer networking or programming. And I didn't know, even really know the difference between the two. But thankfully, I chose networking. Um, Mainly, I say that because that umbrella we talked about over a lot of different devices and operating systems and all, that is what the network is. You have to know if it's the user error, if it's a printer that's not working, the wiring, the programming and all. And so um, at the time, I didn't know that. I just said, well, programming or networking, I guess I'll choose networking. Yeah. Uh, and uh, they that grant, which was uh, JTPA, was actually enacted by Dan Quayle, believe it or not. Um, they paid for all of my school and all of my books. I mean, um, I'm not going to say saved my life, but like, you know, uh, really helped me to get to where I wanted to be. And then, um, you know, I've never looked back. I've, I've been in when I got into school, I was excelling just like I was you know, when I was younger and stuff and, you know, I took off from there. Good for you. Good for you. And do you guys deal with any myths in the computer world, the networking world uh, that you can talk about? Um, <clears throat> I don't want to steal the whole uh, show from Lizette here, but I'll, I'll throw a, uh, <laughs> a, 
a couple of myths out there. I mean, I, one one big myth that that, that kind of irks me a little bit, but it's okay. Uh, is when people say, you know, oh, um, I could ask my grandson or I could ask my 12 year old kid, you know, uh, this information or whatnot. And well, it is true that the kids have grown up with this stuff. But when you, if you look at, you know, my, the college education and the years of experience as a business owner, particularly I'm talking now residentially fine. But one myth that business owners have is I think sometimes like, uh, you know, some, anybody can do this. And I'm not saying that they can't. I'm only saying that it's so imperative to have backups of your data um, to prevent viruses and ransomware from coming through. It's just not time for amateur hour. It's just too dangerous, you know, to do that. And so one myth is that, you know, oh, the kids growing up now, they, you know, they know all this stuff. I mean, they know a lot more than when, when I was a kid and, and other um, folks, but it's just when you're, when you're talking about your business data, your backups, your QuickBooks, your point of sale stuff. I mean, it's, um, it's just critical that that stuff's being taken care of by a professional. And so that's one myth. There's others. There's a myth that Macs don't get viruses. I mean, that's hundred percent myth. Um, they get less and that's used to be because of target um, market share. They had less of the market. Uh, now they're growing and they, and they get viruses too, because people want to, you know, target things that they want to target people and hurt people really. And so the more max grow and market share, the more that they get viruses and stuff. And that affects business as well as residential. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I, I never quite understood the whole virus thing. I mean, just w- what's in it for the person that creates these things other than, a, you know, just a sick feeling of, uh, ha ah. I got yeah. the man. I don't know. Well, now it's more money too with the well, yeah. and I mean, we've had customers that have come to us that don't have backups and in order to get their stuff back, we have to pay. I mean, they have to pay about 500 up to thousands of dollars to get their information back. And I mean, from businesses to just residential people who have pictures of people who have passed away and they've lost everything and it's really difficult to deal with. Yeah, so there's the financial aspect to it. I think some of the other guys, is, as far as viruses, it's, it's almost like you know, like a, a person that does graffiti, really just <laughs> wants to go out and kind of do some damage and, and stuff. And that's that's a big part of it, also. But nowadays, you see the big one of the bigger threats on the uh, in the in the industry is this ransomware, where they will lock down every single file with an extremely long password, and that's all it is. So maybe 124 characters with symbols. If you can't remember, you know, password one dollar sign. You know, how are you going to they cannot crack these lengthy, lengthy passwords. And that is where you hear uh, just the other day. I think it was Tom Tom, one of the G- big GPS makers. Um, yeah. uh, one of the uh, Fitbit, I mean, has been locked down for days on ransomware and they're they're weighing paying ten million dollars to unlock their systems. And wow. the is just an extremely long password on every single file. But it's it is unbreakable. Um <clears throat> Sometimes Interpol busts these uh, criminals and then they'll, they literally will raid their office or warehouses or whatever and get the, the decryption codes and release them. But that's years down the road and businesses don't have the luxury of waiting. And so they will be forced to either pay or walk away without your data. Unless you have backups. <clears throat> Unless you have all of your stuff backed up thoroughly. And, but believe it or not, every time you hear a municipality, a hospital, police state, cities that now, you know, these GPS guys, that they are being uh, forced to pay right there. I go, well, they do not have backups. Yeah. There's other security loopholes, but I mean, once it encrypts the stuff, if you had backups, you'd restore it. 
they don't have backups and that's what's happening. So that, that's a real killer. Wow. What a nightmare. Jeez. <laughs> so when you guys aren't in the uh, computer business, what are you doing for fun? <laughs> well, we have three kids. So a lot of our fun uh, revolves around creating fun for them. As an example, now we're, uh, we are, as you mentioned, we're getting the home renovated a little bit um, after the uh, Irma, really. Um, and so we're staying at the uh, Marriott downtown and they got a nice pool and tennis court and basketball courts and stuff. And so a lot of our life, uh, like so many other parents, I guess, revolves around our children at this yeah. point. But we like to go surfing, go to the, you know, we're in Naples and we like to go to the beach and surfing and not surfing here, but, you know, Cocoa Beach and, you know staycations and stuff. And we also coaches little league and I volunteer with the band and, you know, we do the best that we can for anything they want to (laughs) do. Yeah. 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 What are the ages? Uh, Our oldest is 16. I'm going on 30. And so he's (laughs) he's spreading his wings and uh, we have a little girl, 12 and a little boy, 10. That's Lee jr. (laughs) That's great. Yep. Busy years, busy years for sure. Yeah, so guys, what about a, a hardship uh, that you've been through? Could be business. It could be personal that you were able to get to the other side and look back and say, Hey, I'm better for it. We're stronger for it. What comes to mind? Well, I always think that um, right now our, everybody's focused on the coronavirus and COVID, but I just, I really think, and I hope that the kids will realize a few years ago, you know, we had the great recession. I mean, a lot of people lost their businesses and a lot of things were looking really bad. That's about the time we opened up the shop. Actually, we we knew we were keeping food on the table. Money was coming in. Um, <clears throat> so I said, you know, let's move forward. Let's get our little storefront. And since then, it's been a blessing. But that's I mean, you know, that's that was a really tough time for us as well as other people. And thankfully, we made it through that. And I hope, you know, our, our kids will look back and go, you know, hey, they made it through a, a big old recession when when a well, not to get political or just the time of the president's changing when Obama took over, the banks were in distress. The car makers were in distress. The whole country was in distress. People were losing their houses and their lives and all. It was awful. Yeah. And I definitely think of that as one of the, the tough things. And I'm proud that, you know, our business has uh, withstood that. Uh, I'll always be proud of that. Yeah. 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 Again, kudos to you guys. You know, it's, especially as a business owner uh, with everything going on, it's, it's important. I think to remember that, yeah, we've not been through a COVID before, but we've been through this before and we will come out again. And, and those who, like yourselves, who look back and said, yeah, yeah, I would prefer to always be in good times, but that just, it's not possible. It's not reality. <laughs> yeah. And that we need to continue to focus on growing our company, look for the opportunities, which you guys did back then. And because of that, when the economy did turn around, you were in a much, much better position. So, yeah, yeah. Awesome. Even, uh, even with this stuff going on um, lately, I said, you know, what are, what are we going to do here? And so when we had first hit and, and people were staying home quite a bit a few months ago, I said, well, it's time to uh, re-epoxy the floors and let's get it. You know, we're going to we're going to fix up different things at the office. And of course, we had to disinfect and stuff. Um, we've invested in um, another uh, state license that I'm studying for now. Um, and so my my uh, not to say, you know, spend your way out of it. But I mean, I always, I always know that we're going to be okay. I never feel, uh, you know, like the doom and gloom. And yeah. so uh, I know that the right thing to do is to, well, just make sure that our doors are open, phones are, are up, and, you know, employees are taken care of and their families and stuff. And that, you know, Max Effect is still there because we've, we've persevered through other things and yeah. 
And I know we'll get through this. And so the main thing is just, you know, let's do the next right thing to do. Nice. Nice. Lee and Lizette, one thing you wish uh, our listeners knew about your company, what would that be? <clears throat> well, uh, A, that we're here. I wish uh, everybody out there knew, you know, who Max Effect Computers was. Um, I'd want you to know that we uh, started the business. I When I said I went to Edison, I have an associate's degree. So that cut out a lot of stuff that I think has actually helped us to grow, believe it or not. I think if I'd gone to business school at Harvard, they may not have taught me that, um, hey, take a computer back after six months of somebody using it for a full refund or um, that's not our policy, but that is sometimes what we'll do. And so um, what I'm saying is that I learned my core of, of my trade. And one of the things I always like to tell people is that I'm, I'm going to do the right thing to have a happy customer, not necessarily stick to a warranty policy or something like that. That doesn't mean we lose the money on equipment like that. We just would fix it. Whatever the problem is, we'll fix it. We'll resell it. I'll get my money out of it, but I'm not going to push that burden on the customer. And, um, I always, I call that the um, uh, Mayberry computer company way of doing things, right? <laughs> Let's just look at this. Hey, the guy's been with us for 10 years. He's bought a computer. He hates it. Yeah, it's been six months. Well, guess what we're going to do? We're taking it back and we're going to, you know, we're going to make this right. And I, um, if you search for our company name, Max Effect Computers on the internet, you'll find that even though we've been in business 18 years, there's not one person out there that's saying, hey, these guys did us wrong or anything like that. And that doesn't mean we're infallible. It means that I'm willing to do everything I can to make it right, no matter what, you know, even that if that means losing money on this deal with the hopes that you'll come back for, for next time. So we have a simple policy of uh, honest um, warranty. Uh, we give you qualified um, advice. So if you come in with a broken computer, we're going to tell you, you know, here's honestly, here's what it is. Here's the cost and here's what it's worth. And here's my opinion. And then if there's a problem after the service or the sale, we're going to take care of it. Yeah. So we consider ourselves the Mayberry computer company. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Great message. So how can our listeners learn more? Where should we send them? Well, you can find us on the web. MyMaxEffect.com is our website. We are, uh, you can always come into the store at 1193 Industrial Boulevard. We're in the industrial park, uh, kind of behind the Micklebobs across from Naples Airport. And we're at the corner of Progress and Industrial. And you can always call us at 239-354-9963. And we answer all questions on the phone. You know, it doesn't cost anything to ask questions. And it usually goes a long way with simple things. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Well, I encourage our listeners to reach out to you guys. Uh, it was a pleasure spending some time with you. Best of luck on the home renovations. And uh, enjoy your stay there in Naples and uh, your little mini stay vacation. Yeah. Good word, right? Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate I appreciate you having us on the podcast. It's been awesome. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast. To nominate your favorite local business to be featured on the show, go to goodneighborpodcast.com. That's goodneighborpodcast.com or call us at 239-224-4105.